Jeremy Renner returns to Paramount Plus for a brand new season of the original hit series, Mayor of Kingstown. My job is to create a balance. Avoid a war. From executive producer Taylor Sheridan, co-creator of Yellowstone. There's some new players in town, and they brought the plague. And Antoine Fuqua, director of Training Day. I know it's always been a war zone, Mike, but this is next level. The mayor is back in business. Are you warning me? You're going to find out. Mayor of Kingstown. New season streaming June 2nd, exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. What's up, everyone? Welcome to PopCulture.com's new and improved group chat, where we talk about all the reality TV news that we care about and you need to know. I'm Anna Rumer. I'm Jose Bastidas. And I'm Jameson Brown. Okay, we've got yet another packed show for you guys. We've got Emmy stuff. We're talking Keeping Up with the Kardashians because we've kind of come to a weird revelation about it. Mm -hmm. Um, The situation is out of prison and talking about his time, and I could not be more emotional about it, which I'll talk about with my therapist later. And then we've got two new Housewives trailers that just dropped, and they're full of glass breaking and arguments, and we're going to break it all down for you so we should start off with keeping up with the kardashians first because let's just get it over with jose you had a really interesting thought about keeping up with the kardashians and where it kind of falls in our lexicon today yes 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 i just i just want to start by saying that one of the things that brings me joy about doing group chat is whenever we are proven right with our concerns And uh, just a a few episodes ago, we talked about how concerned we were about the future of the show now that they have had barely any scandals recently. And the choice that they have made is to turn the show basically into a sitcom (laughs) right out of ABC's Wednesday night time slot, like lineup. It's crazy. (coughs) And that proof came on Sunday's episode when uh, Kris Jenner got, uh, in quotes, tackled by one of Kim Kardashian (laughs) West's uh, new security guards. And it was crazy. First off, I really like that you use Kim's married name. Like, we don't know who Kim Kardashian is. <laughs> Just so you know. Some people don't know who Kim Kardashian is, right? <laughs> but they, they do know who Kim Kardashian West is. <laughs> you gotta add in the West. <laughs> but no, I agree with you. The show is very, you know, A plot, B plot. They don't mean anything. They're wrapped up in the hour. And they're very silly. They don't really show a real part of the family's life anymore. And you're totally right. It's just like an hour-long sitcom now. It's crazy. And, like, this episode was just so, so insane. And it's, like, so, like, the A-plot was that the family and, like, some of Kim's friends were mad at her because she made her security at her house insane, like, making people sign NDAs every time they walk in, go and, like, show your ID, even when they're, like, members of the family. So... That all came to a head when uh, Chloe calls Kim later in the episode and she's like, mom got tackled by a security guard. And it was insane. They treated like it was like a huge trauma in their lives. And they even showed footage of Chris getting tackled. And it was like insane. Like, <laughs> out of, like I know that Chris Jenner looks like 20 years old, but if she had actually gotten tackled like that, she would have died. Like, <laughs> rip Chris Jenner. <laughs> I am sorry. Okay. Yeah. Here's and then, the thing, yeah. Though. Yeah. Sorry. I, I would love a security guard to tackle my mom. That would be so funny. <laughs> oh, savage oh comment. Oh, my God. That is so sad. Well, since Kim Kardashian is not Anna Rumor, her reaction was to get really upset and scream. And it was just so dramatic. There was a gurney and 
Chris was like on the gurney and she was like, oh, my neck. And then the show went on commercial break, of course. And after a few like promos about E's new and improved E news, whatever, they came back. And then Chris wow, Jenner she... just started laughing. And she was like, ah, it was all a joke. Ah, you were in on it, blah, blah, blah. And I was just so upset. Mostly because they showed that ambulance scene in the promo like it was the most dramatic thing to ever happen to the family. And I, I'm just upset. And they're never going to bring it up again because the show is a sitcom now. And I'm upset. Well, they do a ton of those cliffhangers where it's like, oh my gosh, a big deal. And then it's all a joke. It kind of feels like you're reading a Goosebumps book when you were little, when it would be like, and then they opened the door and it was a ghost. Chapter two. No, it's just a towel. <laughs> I mean, it's, I, it's, I still love Goosebumps, though. Come on now. I, I, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no shade to Goosebumps, just the Kardashians. No, we love Goosebumps. It was age appropriate. <laughs> but this made it make me so much more sense whenever the Kardashians kind of got laughed off the stage at the Emmys. Oh my God. And yes, and that happened like almost at the same time as the episode was airing, which was also just poetic justice. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, that was hilarious. Whenever Kim well, yeah. and Kim and Kendall were uh, introducing one of the categories for reality TV and they were like, my, me and my family know that being that like good storytelling can come from being yourself on TV. And then literally all of the audience started laughing. <laughs> <laughs> it's it hilarious and the people who are calling it bullying don't know that punching up is not bullying yeah no like whoever wrote that for them to say it on stage knew what was going to happen they knew that they were going to laugh like kim oh, a, kim it, and kendall also knew well kendall probably line. didn't i mean they nailed it with that that's <laughs> it was really funny like during the show because like whenever people started laughing kendall like lost her focus of to, of, of for what she was doing and she just started like looking around like <laughs> it was like a scene from Star Wars when like everyone's <laughs> clapping when the Emperor is like ending the re the Republic or whatever and it's like have you seen oh Star Wars God. yeah like that's <laughs> the third Star Wars whatever <laughs> uh, Jose just I'm successfully right. blended right. the Kardashians <laughs> the Emmys and Star Wars all together in one sentence I mean <laughs> I'm here wow. all hour guys <laughs> <laughs> uh. well and what i thought was really funny is that kendall was surprised she's got to know that people make fun of her family that's their whole thing that's 90 percent of the reason anyone's talking about them is to make fun of them i just want to live in their reality because i want to understand it you know like what's what is inside their minds i wonder how much they really do know though i mean probably kim yes but kendall <laughs> i mean maybe not Oh, I don't know. That's a warped childhood growing up where everyone's watching you. Yeah. Everyone telling you how great you are. I don't know. Being famous sounds horrible, guys. Let's keep this podcast on the down low. Let's just delete this recording. <laughs> oh, episode five, last episode. Hope we're, it was fun. We're staying niche. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> well, talking about the Emmys, I know that no one watches the Emmys anymore because Shade. they're award shows. Well, no one watches award shows anymore. The ratings show that. They dropped like 20% this year from yeah, last year bad. when no one watched it. Yeah, you know, I, I as a TV lover, love the Emmys and I will always love the Emmys. But yeah, it's definitely like something that is slowly like, like eventually we won't have award shows on TV and I'll be sad about it. But 
while we're there, we can still enjoy like the fun award show atmosphere, as well as with all the crazy stuff that happens around the red carpet and like just like the crazy things that people do. And that is exactly what we're going to do now here on Group Chat. <laughs> don't you just love that? Well, the reason, great. the reason that we don't <laughs> like live award shows as millennials is because we all have anxiety and the weirdest <laughs> stuff pops off live and you just have to sit there in it. And oh my God, it makes it so cringy. I can't watch it. Uh, the worst one this year was Terrence Howard's weird oh math class breakdown oh. cult induction. <laughs> what was this? I just, I was lost. Yeah, yeah you pointed it out to me. You, you were the first person to bring it up, Jameson. <laughs> and I have no idea still what's going on. Yeah, he took some some intense math equation that, that apparently is real. The one, the one times one equals three. I don't. I'm not quite sure oh, what no. it is. And then expanded on that in like the worst way possible, and started talking about you know his like this massive like bizarro self discovery thing, and just launched into. I mean, and these you know the poor people on camera just had they had no clue, no clue what to do. Oh my gosh! I loved the girl who was um, woman. Sorry, she's an adult. So she was talking to him and he's talking about like the stars and the math and <laughs> and she just latches onto the word star yeah. and goes, oh, I hear you're getting your Hollywood star next week. Yeah. And bless her for latching onto the only noun that made any sense. Yeah, I mean. And just going with it. Yeah, she like that was well done. That's 10 out of 10 right there because to, through through all of that, it's like just bizarro stuff to, to grab that and like go with it. I mean. Good job. I wouldn't have been able to do that at all. <laughs> no, it was very bizarre. Another very bizarre interview was uh, the one between Christina Applegate yeah. and Jenny McCarthy. Oh, yeah. Christina Applegate, Jenny McCarthy MVP. didn't know what she was talking about. Mm -mm. Yeah, no. Chris, uh, Jenny McCarthy, in general, like as a Fox correspondent for the red carpet was a little bit of a nightmare, but it was really funny with Christina Applegate because uh, Jenny McCarthy was just like, um, oh, like, yeah, you, you, the last time you were nominated for an Emmy, it was for Friends, and now you're doing it for your own show. This is your first time, right? And Christina Applegate was like, actually, no, I was nominated a couple times for my show, <laughs> Samantha Who, but we don't have to talk about that. And I was like, oh, no, Jenny, like, do your homework. <laughs> it's and the worst part was when she was saying that she wanted to be her when she grew up. Oh, yeah. But she's like four months younger than her. Oh, So that's God. clearly not even true. Yeah, it, you can tell it's, it was like one of those things she probably just tossed out there real quickly out of nervousness, maybe. Yeah. And like filler. And then probably as soon as it came out of her mouth, she's like, oh, no. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, no. I, like... I, yeah, Jenny, like Jenny had a, a couple of those uncomfortable moments while she was doing interviews. There was also another one uh, with Gwyneth Paltrow, mm -hmm. and Gwyneth just kind of like looked at Jenny the whole time, like, "I don't know who you are, <laughs> but I think I do know who you are, and I don't like you." She's like trying to like place her. Yeah, her eyes were like going in every direction. She was like, "It was just like." Like when you run into you someone that you don't it. know, but you also don't like, and you have to talk to them, it's like, oh, hi, how are you? Oh, yeah, you know, I love being at the Emmys. Oh, yeah, I love my husband. Okay, well, bye. Who was that? Okay, but you would imagine that they do know each other because Gwyneth's all goopy 
And Jenny's an anti-vaxxer, and that's mm-hmm. like low-class, high-class version of the same thing. Ooh. I, Ooh, you know. I said it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we weren't going to talk about serious issues right now. Not that I'm advocating for anti-vaxxing. I just don't want to, you know. Jose doesn't like vaccines. Pass it on. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I love vaccines. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. On that note, we're going to take a break because Jose needs to go get a flu shot or something. <laughs> and when we come back, oh we're going to talk about uh, the situation's first interview ever since he got out of prison. You know, Jim Tan Laundry and all that. And then uh, we're going to break down the two Housewives trailers that just dropped, Real Housewives of New Jersey and Atlanta. They both look amazing. So we'll be right back. Woo. From the world of Sonic the Hedgehog, a new hero arrives. I am ready. Is there anyone stronger? No. Tougher? No. Funnier? I do not make jokes. I make warriors. Knuckles. Now streaming only on Paramount+. Plus. Yes! All right, guys, we are back and we are breaking down the most emotional part of my life ever. It is Mike, the situation Sorrentino's <laughs> transformation from the worst person I've ever seen on TV on the original Jersey Shore to the lovable Big Daddy Sitch post prison <laughs> sins. I don't know how I feel about you saying daddy. I don't know how I feel about He says it. Ugh. Oh, really? I didn't call him that. That's his own nickname for him. I don't call people that. <laughs> Just say it again. Just say it again. <laughs> no, I will keep from saying that now. Thank you. <laughs> but he just got out of prison. He spent eight months in prison for tax evasion. I'm not going to explain that because I don't understand it. I hope <laughs> I don't get convicted of it. Oh. And um, he is looking better than ever. He is fit. He's still sober, which is so big because that's kind of why he was such a jerk on the entire Jersey Shore. He was popping mad pills. And now he and his wife, Lauren, are eating pizza together in a naked pizza party. His words, not mine. (laughs) And uh, playing with these dogs. I don't know if they're their dogs, but they took pictures with dogs. And I am just so happy for him, guys. Yeah, no, I'm happy for him, too. He looks great. Like, it seems that he, like, took the opportunity of, you know, his time away in prison to, you know, like, work on his diet. And, like, I think he they said that he was reading a lot and he was working out a lot. So, you know, if you're going to have to, like, pay for a crime, might as well take advantage of it. And now he looks great. Yeah, he seems to have made a pretty good bounce back. And I didn't know that that was his high school, college sweetheart. College. Yeah. Yeah. College, yep. That's awesome. She's been with him through everything, through his sobriety and through getting back on Jersey Shore family vacation, through the conviction. And she's wonderful. I love her. Yeah, that's awesome. She's such a sweetheart. And their wedding was adorable. It just makes me really emotional because I watched the original Jersey Shore live in college and I hated him so much. And then when Family Vacation came back on, I was like, this guy is the most adorable human being ever, and now I don't want him to go to prison. Aww. So when he got sentenced, I was really devastated because I feel like he, now he really doesn't deserve it because he reformed himself. But he's taken lemonade, or no, wait, lemon, <laughs> lemonade, you know. Yeah, he got made lemonade out of lemons. Yeah, we, we know how to do cliches. 
<laughs> no, yeah, like, and and now the now is like Mike the situation Sorrentino. I don't know why I'm saying everyone's full names today, but you know it's Very necessary. Horrible. Some people don't know who these people are, guys. Um, <laughs> but I'm just like I, I think that he can even make more lemonade out of the situation because now he is really super fit and he like is talking about his dieting and all that stuff. So. Instead of doing a conspiracy theory, I have a business proposal for for the situation today. A health and lifestyle app. Like, oh, doesn't that sound oh. amazing? Like, I don't know if it can be like health after lockup or something like that. Like, I, I don't I don't do titles, <laughs> but come on, like you like Mike is do, can do like workout videos with Lauren. They can do some yoga. They can do like weight training. They can release recipes. They can have like the other Jersey Shore people show up to do workouts with them. It sells itself. Well, that's perfect because Vinny from Jersey Shore just released his cookbook, The Keto Guido. Oh, my so God. They can oh, my God. <laughs> he, that, yeah. That's a great title. That is a great title. That's awesome. <laughs> it is very good. I'm not sure how we feel about the word Guido anymore, but they use it all the time. So I'll just let them do that and yeah. <laughs> let it be for them. Oh, my God. But, yeah, Speaking we are. Speaking of New Jersey. Ooh. Uh, Real Housewives of New Jersey just dropped their first trailer for the new season. It looks amazing. Uh, Teresa is spilling her drink on someone after being accused of cheating on Joe, who is in the middle of deportation hearings. And Marge is getting her hair pulled by what looks like Danielle Staub. It's going to be wild, guys. Yeah, no, that trailer looked amazing. And I'm just, I'm very interested to see how they're going to handle all of the Teresa and Joe drama. And I know I've seen reports that they are even like still filming right now while they wait to see how that's going to turn out because like he recently like got an appeal denied to get released from the deportation facility and now he's asking them to just like send him to Italy and put him out of his misery basically because he lost like 80 pounds in the facility, so I don't, I, I mean, it's like I, I think this is gonna be a great season, just just for that, and like everyone else on that show is insane, so it's gonna be great. <laughs> if the U.S. government could also send me to Italy, <laughs> I would be fine with that. <laughs> oh my god! No, I think it's gonna be a really good season because there's still all that drama between Danielle and the other girls, and we've got the newcomers, Jackie and. I am totally blanking on the other one's name. She's crazy. Jennifer. Jennifer. That's who it is. <laughs> that one. <laughs> she broke a glass last year and threatened someone with it. So that's very Whoa. valid. Oh, my God. Like, as in, like, roadhouse style, like, banging on the yeah. table and, like, hold it to the throat type thing? That's how they do it in Jersey. Oh, okay. my God. I in the trailer, that. she kind of throws a plate at Melissa Gorga, and Melissa gets up and is, like, ready to throw hands. Oh, Sweet. My God. That's they be- are the craziest cast. That's I'm gonna, in. That's going to be amazing. And I, uh, not to transition before we want to, but we also have to talk about Atlanta because I just watched oh. that trailer and it is amazing. <laughs> I have not gotten into the Real Housewives of Atlanta yet, so I don't know any of these people except for Nini, but... Intense. And, and Candy, too, for Big Brother. But it's like the video was so good. I'm just like, I need to binge this immediately. 
So first off, I cannot imagine that you watched all of Beverly Hills before Atlanta because Beverly Hills is a slog and Atlanta is a delight. Uh, I started <laughs> I, I started in a, in a weird order, so I'm just like I did Vanderpump Rules first, then Beverly Hills, then New York, and New York proved to be like you know number one. And now I guess I'm going to do Atlanta. I'm I'm ready. Treat yourself because Atlanta is so (laughs) funny. These are women who are funny and they know they're funny. As opposed to the other women who are funny kind of on accident. (laughs) The Atlanta women make jokes and the jokes are funny. Wait, so So. is The Real Housewives of Atlanta also a sitcom? No. Okay. <laughs> it's very dark, actually. Oh, God. As if you look in the trailer, it's Nini and Greg. Greg just finished up his cancer treatment, and they're talking about maybe doing an open relationship. Candy and Todd look like they're in trouble over his business acumen, because Candy's a Bosch bitch, and she will not trifle with his failed businesses anymore. Cynthia gets engaged, <laughs> and then they're kind of having issues over something that is vague, and we don't really know yet. And then the most important part is that Kenya Moore is back oh, and she's ready to twirl on her haters. Ooh, that's going to be fun. And get a divorce. Oh, Ooh. oh, well, that's not going to be fun. Oh. <laughs> and just drop well, the hammer that, there. Anna, you did leave that twist out. <laughs> no, well, my last fa- time we saw her was two seasons ago. Ooh. And she had gotten married and everyone was saying, this is a fake marriage. It's not going to last. And she was like, you don't know. And then she was gone for a season because everyone hated her. (laughs) And now she's back with her husband. But, like, just last week, the news dropped that they are getting divorced. So. Tragic. Yeah, no, I'm excited to step into the world of The Real Housewives of Atlanta. I think it's going to be really fun. And another part that I really loved about the trailer was their, like, the strategy that they did to, like, show this, like, really huge fight that they are all getting into and then just, like, rewinding and being like, back it up. We have to start from the beginning. <laughs> I love that. Nothing nothing gets me more excited for anything on TV than a good, like, fast, like, you, you can imagine how we ended up in this situation. Let's go back. <laughs> it's great. Bravo really does that so well. I feel like half of their trailers start off with wild stuff and then they're like, remember when we were having a good time? And then it escalates. <laughs> and I have so much fun with it. <laughs> yes, we love Bravo. We do love Bravo. Um, so that's very exciting. The big mysteries that are takeaway is who Kenya is calling a snake. And then from the New Jersey one, I'm pretty sure it's Danielle that pulls Marge, Marge's blah, 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 that pulls Marge's hair. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> but we're not sure because you can't see her face. It just looks like her from behind. So yes. we'll find have to out watch when it. the show's find return out, in November. Both premiering. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. Oh, we said it almost in unison. We're so cute. <laughs> we are adorable. <laughs> okay, I think we should do our pop culture picks of the week and then wrap it up because we can't top Kenya Moore. Seriously. Well, start us off, Anna. <laughs> this is oh, our, no, our I weekly, go our first. weekly. I do the transition. Our <laughs> weekly, this is our weekly standoff for who's going to do the pop culture pick first. Hmm. Hmm. Who wants to go first? Oh my God, Jameson, go I'll first. I'll do it. So, well, hold on. Uh, Jameson, Jameson. Terrence Howard, that like that moment trumps all. Like it is that was the most ridiculous, bizarro, weird thing I've ever seen in probably the past few years on television. So. No questions asked. As my pop culture pick, where he was just going on about math equations, the universe itself, pretty amazing. Yes, <laughs> awesome. Jose, 
Wait, did you did you say my name? Yeah. I'm sorry. I oh okay. I guess I'll do my pop culture pick of the week, even though I went first last time. Um, uh, yeah, now you're going second. <laughs> God. Um, well, my pop culture pick of the week, I am just really happy that all of our favorite shows are back. It's TV premiere week, and now it's like all, it's like so many shows from the networks and cable coming back. And special shout out to my favorite, the one constant in my life, Grey's Anatomy. It came back for its 16th season this week, and it has so much drama, so many <laughs> twists, so many surprises. It's it's awesome. Go watch it. it the show's never going to end, so might as well hop on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's going to be Grey's Corpse by the end. Oh. Um, <laughs> Dang. God, that's so rude. <laughs> hey, I used to watch, and then there was a ghost involved, and I was like, hard pass. It wasn't a ghost. It was cancer. Okay. Okay. What's your pop culture pick of the week? <laughs> My pop culture pick of the week is the return of the best show on television. Not a controversial opinion because everyone's obsessed with it. The Mass Singer. Mm. It is the best <laughs> show ever. It's the only thing I care about from the second it's on <laughs> to the second I know where all the celebrities are. All I think about is who's behind each of the costumes. I have group texts about it. I'm obsessed. I was devastated, however... Because I love the egg so much. I've been talking about egg since the first promos came out and I saw his costume. I thought he was adorable and also scary, <laughs> which is my thing. <laughs> and he lost the first episode and got unmasked, but it was Johnny Weir, who I love. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. Yeah. So it's wonderful. I am choosing my second pick to be Thingamajig. And I really haven't worked out most of my guesses yet because they made the clues harder this season. But I am obsessed. I am involved. If anyone has any mass Singer things that they want to talk to me about, please tweet me because I need to talk about it all the time. And I know like three people who watch it. Oh my gosh. The mass Singer. Cultural phenomenon and a rumor. It expert. truly is. <laughs> it's wonderful, guys. So don't forget to watch The Masked Singer. And follow popculture.com for all of your up-to-date news. Follow us on Twitter, slash send me mass singer theories. I'm at Anna Rumor. <laughs> I'm at J.A. Bastidas. And I'm at Jameson G. Brown. Okay, guys, and give us our ratings. Five stars only, five stars only, five stars only. Uh, review us, write nice things, because we are nice people who like to read nice things about ourselves. And subscribe <laughs> so you don't miss an episode. We're on Apple Podcasts, we're on Spotify, Stitcher, literally anywhere that there's a podcast, we're there. And um, uh, thanks for listening this week. On May 23rd. I want to go back to normal. What's normal? The Paramount Plus original series, Evil Returns. We've already hunted werewolves and demons. And now what? A baby antichrist? Okie <laughs> dokie. Prepare yourself. You will not beat us. For the end. I have visions of hell. Make it stop. Make it shut up. You're not gonna survive this. Evil. The final season. Streaming May 23rd. Only on Paramount+. Plus.